Hello and welcome to Terminal News, the only podcast where we talk about video games and a whole bunch of bullshit and a whole lot of coronavirus shit. I'm Justin, and with me is Marcus. I'm sick. Uh, yep, we're in the chronosphere. Let's get to it. <laughs> Welcome, welcome to Terminal News. Um, and again, I'm Justin, and I'm joined by Marcus, and we are here to talk about all the Terminal News, um, the news that may kill you, because there's a lot of stuff that may kill you, especially the coronavirus, because that's what all this shit is about, because um, the entire like video game industry just like imploded, it seems like, because everything's getting canceled, even like... It seems like every five minutes I'm hearing about another like comic book convention getting canceled too. That sucks. Which is funny. There was like a, a wrestling. I just heard about like a wrestling or maybe was it a wrestling thing? There is there. I heard something. It might be a wrestling thing that got canceled and they're like saying, oh yeah, we're, um, we're thinking of pushing it back to June, which is funny because, uh, right off the top of the news here, uh, E3 is canceled and that happens in June canceled e3 the is physical canceled. the physical presence of e3 anyway yeah i mean it sounds like we're still gonna get some digital like there's still gonna be yeah like, like a nintendo direct and a bunch of yeah other i think we'll, we'll still get all the same information we would have gotten out of an e3 it just the, there just won't be a physical e3 yeah there won't be a event there won't be a show floor there, there won't, won't be, be a sphere of influence yeah there I, I'm I'm really bummed out because I mean maybe that's what their intention was. Um because I'm really feeling the FOMO right now. I mean right now I'm more upset that I won't be activated. Yeah, I was I was really looking forward to those activations. <laughs> I mean I wasn't gonna be there, but I really wanted to know what those activations were. So now I'm experiencing some real FOMO right now. I wanted to see the I wanted to go see the ninjas. I wanted to see ninja in a bubble. That's what I wanted to see. Him and see, watch him doing the floss. Please. <laughs> Which is um <laughs> that kind of, that reminds me too, our uh friend a uh, friend of our podcast, uh the Geek Freaks podcast, they actually got invited to cover E3 by the e- ESA. Um so they got invited to go down and do that and they were all they're really they, they they were just like gonna announce it like next week that they were gonna be down there covering E3. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. I'm more upset that we didn't get an invite. Well, I mean, they've been doing their show a lot longer than... So maybe next year they, we might get... Well, if there is an E3... <laughs> they won't put me there because I talk too much shit. Yeah, they probably wouldn't like us. I'm too maybe we'll, real. Maybe we'll get invited to PAX. <laughs> Which yeah, PAX? I think I'm there's dirty like enough to be invited to PAX. <laughs> there's, there's a bunch... Too, just too many PAXs. Maybe we'll get invited to Gen Con. Yeah. Seems more our speed, right? board games <laughs> they won't invite me there <laughs> they're like hey look gaming ruin you want to come cover us but not marcus leave marcus at home board gamers can smell their own kind <laughs> yeah, get him Just out of here be like that ain't no you ain't stink like a board gamer. <laughs> yeah um you don't smell like cardboard and meeples but yeah the, 
this whole E3 thing, like this can't, this start like, people were like wondering like, will E3 happen? Because there's a whole bunch of stuff getting canceled and, and moved back. Like GDC got moved back to summer sometime. And um, then like sometime Tuesday night, like there were some rumblings on Twitter, like people saying, hey, maybe don't, don't uh, go, the E3 might be getting canceled. We're not sure. Um, then like Devolver posted a tweet and said, um, don't make any plans or don't, don't buy any flights or hotels for E3. And uh, then there's like another tweet somewhere else saying that they were going to make an announcement on whether E3 would happen the next morning. And sure enough, Wednesday morning, they uh, they put out a statement that E3 is not happening, which is like with the uh, with the way things are going, like we're at a point now where like pretty much every major like sports event is getting canceled or they're playing, but without without an audience. Um but then, like, the NBA, like, canceled the rest of their season. Um, I think the NHL might be. Um, there's a whole lot of shit going on. A whole lot of stuff getting canceled. Everyone's uh, trying to reduce the risk of the spread of the COVID-19 virus. The dreaded COVID-19. The famed COVID-19 virus. The infamous. Yeah. <laughs> so let me see. Pull, pull some other stuff up here. I, I'm. I mean, it's probably gonna happen, but the Olympics. Yeah, they're they're still going back and forth on that. Like they keep saying, like, yeah, the Olympics are happening, but we're still monitoring the situation. And I, I honestly, I don't. See I think the they'll Olympics. just have to do a digital version of it and play Mario and Sonic. Yeah, we gotta play Mario and Sonic. Go to the Olympics. And that's Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo Olympic Games 2020 will be the only uh, way to compete. <laughs> um. So we also have. There's a whole bunch of shit going on. So even a Quiet Place 2 release date is uh, delayed due to coronavirus update or outbreak. Um, there's another movie that got delayed too. It wasn't just a Quiet Place. I can't remember which one it was, but it got moved back to like October. I can't, I'm drawing a blanket what it was. I heard about it like last week. Um, the TurboGrafx-16 Mini is delayed. I'm sure you were looking forward to that one, Marcus. Nope. Um, there is an Otaku event that is canceled but it will it will be held online oh yeah fast and furious 9 got pushed back to april 2021 that's right and quiet place 2 got delayed uh, a bunch of geez it's a lot yeah there's a lot of the chinese sonic the hedgehog premiere mulan chinese release date delayed at least yeah it's the whole movie biz well, actually it looks like the american release date's also delayed for mulan yeah, it's, it's a lot of stuff. Overwatch League cancels all March and April events due to coronavirus. And uh, this weekend... Well, the Bachelorette Italy is delayed. <laughs> I'm not making that up. That's I don't... Well, that doesn't surprise me, though, because Italy is like... The whole country's on lockdown right now. Um, but I think the one you were looking for was Fast and Furious 9. I think that was it. Also, uh, our tournament is canceled due to the coronavirus. Um, but... Um, really? But is the tournament, the but, but this, this, the thing is this episode goes out the week or the week or the, the few days after the tournament was supposed to happen. <laughs> so, um, that's, that's late news, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, I was supposed to, I was gonna, I was supposed to put out like a, we recorded like a thing with the, uh, casters and everything. And I was going to put it out with the, uh, regular LGA cast that would be going out this week, the week we're recording, um, and I was going to be part of the episode instead of like an ad for 
um, we always have like an ad for another podcast it, between a break. We would have that instead. Um, and that didn't, that isn't going in because we had like no team sign up for our tournament, which was really lame. Um, so that's unfortunate because we're trying, we're trying to do the tournament thing where, um, we actually have charge an entry fee so that there's more money to be made with the tournament rather than just like a free tournament and like nobody signed up and like we're like the cheaper like most tournaments that cost money or like have way bigger entry fees than what we had so it's kind of a bummer that people felt like uh, it seemed like a lot of people were like kind of waiting to see if other people would sign up before they signed up which has turned into like more people not signing up because they didn't see other people signing up so it was just kind of one of those things where it's like well, you guys, like, no one's going to sign up if nobody signs up. You get, <laughs> like, we had one team sign up, like, on day one that we posted the tournament, and then they, like, pulled out because no one else signed up. So, been a bummer. I was looking forward to that. Um, but I can just claim it was canceled due to the coronavirus. <laughs> I don't know how you would catch the coronavirus over Discord, but, hey, um, speaking of which, Discord also ups the live stream limits because of the coronavirus. So, on Discord, you can, I don't know, you're not much of a discord person but i don't think but you can like live stream video on discord but you can only do it to a maximum of 10 people um but now they increased that to 50 so you can live stream to 50 people over discord i'm i guess uh to help keep people in touch with other people that are in out like quarantined um it seemed weird i don't see a lot of people utilizing the discord live streaming stuff um other stuff is Oh, yeah. Comic Market is uh, still scheduled for May. So that one's not getting shut down yet. It probably will be because like everything's getting canceled or shut down or delayed. Uh, Pokemon Go Abra Community Day suspended. Professor calls students idea to teach class on Twitch terrible. Does it anyway? Uh, NYU Game Center professor independent and independent developer Robert Yang never thought teaching a class on Twitch would be a good idea. Well, only once he was in the thick of things did the the enormity of the task dawn on him. Oh, hello, Amber, he said to a student who had identified herself in chat. And hello, random people. So I guess uh, it looks like someone, a uh, student suggested teaching a class on Twitch. And uh, he said it was a terrible idea. But now he's just doing the class on Twitch because it's the only way to do it. Because, um, like, colleges are, like, shutting down for the semester. Yeah. Um, someone like I know in Harvard New York, and... all their classes are switching to online as of the 19th. Yeah. Online, like Harvard, Stanford, and like a ton of other colleges. Just like, cause they're, they're like, Hey, we're in spring break right now, but, uh, don't come back from spring break. <laughs> cause, uh, you're canceled. Your education is canceled. Hey, when I was in college, uh, that's when bird flu and swine flu broke out and classes were sparse. I'm sure it didn't switch to all online, but it was like a lot of days. My teacher was like, yeah, like don't show up if you're sick. And like it, a lot of classes just devolved into like, Hey, it's just a free day. <laughs> like I forget. I always forget how bad the blur bird flu thing was, but I mean, it seems it, like it it's nowhere near like as, this. yeah, it's nowhere near as bad, but like I was like, I know I remember not being worried about the swine, swine flu at all. That one, I just, I think I got the swine flu and then I just got over it. Oh, you just got over it. I just got over it. Yeah. You're going to be getting over Corona here pretty soon. Yeah, I'm going to be getting over it dead. Gonna get, die. That's what I suggest. Playing, getting over it. Getting over get it. Get over it. I get over the coronavirus. Well, it's I just, just keep... like you're, you have to beat the game to not be sick anymore and not everybody <laughs> beats that game. 
what I what I just keep saying is I just need to get it so that I have an excuse to be at home and play video games all day. And yeah. then I can actually catch up on my backlog. Well, you're going to get it in no time. I'm going to get it. And then I'll be like too miserable to play. It's you're like, good I, can't, I can't, I can't breathe. breathe. <laughs> I my can't. pneumonia. <laughs> I can't breathe. I'm just going to sit here in bed. <laughs> That's just going to be your breath. Every breath you take is just going to. It's going to be a sigh like a of raspy sigh. Just me being like mad that I can't be playing video games. Well, yeah, because your family is going to put you in a bubble with no games. <laughs> it's true. They're not going to let you touch. They're the going to lock Xbox me in the basement controller. and be like, you can't come up here. I'm like, but the air comes it from down here. puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> I'll be like, they'll put me in a hermetically sealed room. <laughs> Please, could you toss me down the hand sanitizer? <laughs> It we don't have any of those sold out. What do you need hand sanitizer for? You're down there by yourself. <laughs> I want your skin soft for when I wear it. Oh, God. Gross. But yeah, there's some crazy stuff going on with all that coronavirus. Everyone's freaking out. Um, and I keep seeing like all these conspiracy theories, like up until, because as of like this recording, like, um, Trump did his whole addressing the country yesterday where he announced the travel ban from um, Europe for 30 days. And um, there's all sorts of people that are like, the media is overhyping this. And it, I've even seen like conspiracies where it's like this, this virus was created by the Democrats to target the old people that vote for a Republican. Like just crazy stuff like that. Like people are going mad over this. Like, we still have no confirmed case in Montana, and, like, the entire state is sold out of toilet paper. And you know what's going to sell out next? Bidets. Those are going to be going pretty soon. Because <laughs> now, now that there's no toilet paper, people are like, hmm, maybe I should get one of those bidets. Because you can buy those online and you just clip it to your toilet. Yeah, but how do you dry your ass? That's Does what everybody I... have an individual towel? That's what I wonder, like... Because usually you use a little bit of toilet paper to dry your ass. You I, just use less than if you were completely... I mean, I guess you could just use, like, a wash towel and just dr dr wash that in the wash. I don't... Yeah, but are you going to want everybody sharing ass towels? I, I or does everybody have individual, like, monogrammed ass towels? I mean, I would go for that. <laughs> monogrammed <laughs> ass towel. <laughs> Those <laughs> shit stains belong to my dad. Well, I mean, if the bidet did its job, there shouldn't be any shit stains, right? Isn't that the, isn't that the, what if it was like really that's, watery? That's the, and it just got everywhere. <laughs> that's the implication of the bidet is that it's cleaning your yeah, but, asshole. So there's yeah, it's no cleaning shit your stains. asshole. But what if it like some, some duck splashed on your balls? Shouldn't it clean that too? I don't, I don't, I've never well, used a bidet. Get a little water on there, but maybe you got to scrub it too. <laughs> And so, so poop particles are gonna end all the shit. So out. take a shower. I don't. Know. I mean, the, if your shit's that bad, if you're getting shit on your balls, you got some problems. It was I, splashy. I can't say I've ever had that problem. <laughs> some shit balls. Shitty balls. <laughs> you know, people always say your balls taste like shit. Well, now you know why. <laughs> you know why. So that's why they're all wrinkly. No, that's it. That doesn't make any sense. The point is, if you have the runs, <laughs> if you're making muddy water, 
<laughs> is a bidet gonna get you squeaky clean? I don't know. You know, it's well, better. It's better than toilet paper. I'll, I'll just say that. So, but this is what you do. I'd rather um, throw away my shit stains so nobody has to know about it than having my shit stain towel next to the. So, so like the toilet paper, that's like your your what your eighty IQ move. That's your seventy IQ thing. The bidet's what one hundred twenty IQ. Now here's your two hundred IQ move. You take psyllium husk metamucil and then you don't have to wipe ever again because <laughs> that comes out smooth <laughs> my poop is so solid i never have to wipe i mean the thing the thing with that the the thing with the psyllium husk is even if it doesn't come out solid it's still it leaves no trace <laughs> without a trace it's scum without a trace now with poo be gone, gone your s- poo will be gone. And you'll you'll be gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe this is TMI, but like, I mean, I've I've done the the psyllium husk and like I've gone to wipe myself and have come up dry. Like nothing there. I'm like, this is this is magical. We call that ghosting. It's I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then when you look in the toilet and there's no turd. Did like, you ever shit? I don't Where'd it go? Did it ever happen? Did I imagine the poo? <laughs> no, I felt it. But that Me who felt it tells the, the thing. The thing is, for the psyllium husk to use, you got to be on a regimen. You got to do that. You got to take it every single day for that to be kept up. So it's a, it is, it, it becomes part of your routine, um, to do that. It's not a, I don't know. I'm bad at routines, so so I can't do it. I can't do so it. So you need to go the bidet route. I gotta go. See, I can't do the 200 I, IQ. I wish, like, especially people always look at me like I'm crazy here. I know our European listeners are gonna think the opposite. They think we all have dirty assholes, which we do. <laughs> we do. You know what? We do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you got if you if you got shit on your hand, would you feel clean if you just wiped it with toilet paper? No. Exactly. Yeah, but my butthole. <laughs> so you just wipe your shit permanently. You, is. <laughs> just wiped your butthole with toilet paper so if my hand be like- was calloused enough like my butt <laughs> oh my god that's <laughs> i thought i was tmi my butthole's strong baby <laughs> my butthole is just a solid mass it the doesn't- things my butthole has pinched <laughs> god, <it's- laughs> But no, my my point is, I've been I've been preaching it for a long time. Where I was like, man, if you were a company, if you just switched all your toilets to bidet, you'd be saving so much money on toilet paper alone, and you would be known, especially here in Montana. Yeah, you'd be known as the place with the bidets. Exactly. You, yeah, they got a ball wash station and everything. Wash your balls <laughs> right there. Sewn in the podcast chat for next wave. I think it was Nerds with Friends mentioned how he used to work at a coffee shop that had, that had toilets with bidets, and um, apparently, like he he never used it, but he said like the girls there said that the pressure was to die for. <laughs> it's a strange way to put it, but uh, yeah, I've heard it's like pressure washes your asshole. I imagine it 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 makes it nice and squeaky clean, but. I mean, still, it's the question still remains: like, how do you dry it off afterwards? Do you do you sit and wait for it to dry off? Do you just some of them got an air dryer? Do they really? Well, yeah. then, well, there you go. You get one with an so, air dryer. It's problem solved. It's like 
it's like blow drying your butthole. But you know how that doesn't always get it clean? Like, I mean, all the way dry. So you got to, you got to dry your, it's like with your hands. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I like flick, like you flick your ass into the. So you have to get really good at twerking so you can flick your butt. So you can get some of the moisture off and then you blow dry it a little bit and then you use a uh, toilet paper and or uh, your, I, I'm going the ass towel route, you know? The ass towel. Get a, you gotta have the monogrammed ass towel. Listeners in other countries can inform us how how do they have toilet paper? Do they have ass towels? Are monogrammed ass towels in your house normal? Always, I don't know. I've always seen the one where like in I think it was it was like a video from China, and it's where you just get like the one sheet of complimentary toilet paper, just the one square. So, my friend showed me how to do that, how yeah. to wipe my ass with one square so where you poke a hole through it and then you swirl your finger around and then you pull the toilet paper up over your finger. Well, that's not even it's actually more complex than that. You So you fold it into a square and you rip off a corner where the all the corners meet so that there's a hole in the center. And then, yeah, you you wipe out and then you. You, you wipe out with off. your finger and then you 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 squeeze around where the hole is and you just pull it off with your finger. Yeah, but you, the poo and then, under your nails. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you tear that tiny piece you tore off from the center. That's what you use to clean out underneath your fingernail. God damn. <laughs> they think of everything. And then you just go wash your hands after. I'll that. tell you, your finger will still smell like poopy. I'm I'm sure it will. <laughs> I I don't doubt it. I would feel like I'd have to take a whole shower after that. But yeah. Yeah, I'd have to wash my hand in like a bunch of vinegar. Vinegar. Baking maybe some soda, hydrogen peroxide. Some hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> Dip it in some alcohol. <laughs> Spray some uh um like disinfectant on it. I would love bidets. America should adopt the bidet. Why haven't we? I don't I someone was saying, I don't can't remember if I ever heard it on Giant Bomb or if it was on the radio, but like, is this, is this Giant outbreak? Bomb said, is this the outbreak that okay, it was, so it was Giant Bomb. Except the bidet. But I've been saying for years, I've been, I don't, I've never used a bidet, but I would love a bidet. Well, the, I've never had access to one. I would do a bidet. If I owned a house, I would have a bidet right now. I don't know why I don't have one. Maybe I should get one. Now I just... can have my own monogrammed ass towel here. It'll be the one with the M on it. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> uh... Everyone gets their own ass towel. That one's for Marcus. You can tell because it's red. Because it's covered in blood. <laughs> it's covered in blood from his... He had Chipotle his earlier his butthole today. problems. He had Chip- his calloused butthole. No, that's... It, it starts bleeding after skin a while. <laughs> it's like dandruff on there. It gets dry and it cracks and starts bleeding. That's how you know it's strong. <laughs> oh, people are going to hate us for this segment. Um, I love how strong your cornhole is. That's what people say. <laughs> I love a man with a strong cornhole. <laughs> I like a man with strong bowels. When you eat as many chicken wings as I have. <laughs> it was just constantly burnt. Oh, man. I need to get my uh, my tolerance up on spicy food. I haven't been eating enough spicy food. Yeah, get get your tolerance up. Get a bidet that squirts hot sauce. <laughs> get some Taco Bell fire sauce up in there. You know, uh, which isn't even really that hot. But you know, in Mister Deeds, good. when he goes to the drinking fountain, he's like, "That's that's cooling." <laughs> but you're like, 
you turn on the bidet and it's like just spraying red and you're like, that's hot sauce. That's Frank's red hot sauce. That's delicious right there. <laughs> just, you just get, <laughs> like, wait, I gotta go get my plate of chicken wings. <laughs> you holding your chicken wing in front of the water fountain, <laughs> squirting it with that's Frank's, Frank's red, red. hot. <laughs> All right, we we need to leave this, uh, even though I could dwell on this forever. <laughs> I let's let's uh, I think I mean. I don't think I've, there's probably stuff I'm missing, but I think I got all the big video game related stuff. The point stuff. is bidets, bidet your balls, bidet your ass, bidet your, bidet your hands, bidet watch, your friends, bidet, bidet your friends, friends. I don't know if anybody watched that Trump, like, uh, addressing the, the country. Um, but one of the things he said, he, he, he seriously said, wash your hands, wash your hands. Wash your hand. No, he didn't say wash your hands. He said wash your hands. Wash your hands. Um. <laughs> so when I was in grade school, this is a tangentially related. When I was in grade school. I had a substitute teacher for my health class, and I don't, I don't know what his deal was, but he just for the entire class he said, "For God's sakes, wash your hands." <laughs> but like, and he just kept saying that like over and over again, and I was like, I don't. I think of that every time I wash my hands. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh yeah. Um, I was uh, this weekend. I was going to go see, I was going to try to go see Gilbert Gottfried because Gilbert Gottfried was going to be here this weekend. And as of, if by the time you're hearing this, it would have been last weekend, but, um, but then they can't, I mean, they didn't cancel the event, but Gilbert I canceled <laughs> on you. Yeah. He, they, they, Gilbert Gottfried canceled because his doctors advised him not to travel, so he wasn't going to be there. I said, um, "Poo on Montana. They're the only place without corona." But but here's here's the thing, though. What if he has coronavirus and he would have been patient zero in Montana? And they he saved his doctor saved us by making him not come here. Because I mean, Tom Hanks has it. Like, what if Gilbert Gottfried has, has it? Tom Hanks and Tom Hanks' wife. <laughs> Tom Hanks and and famous. Famous uh, Tom Hanks and uh, famous Tom Hanks' wife. Yeah, whatever her name is. <laughs> something William. Will, something Willem Wilson. Willem Dafoe? Her last name was Wilson because someone made the joke that it's, it's, it's Tom Hanks trapped on an island with Wilson. Rebel, Rebel Wilson's his wife? <laughs> Tom, um, I didn't know you were a chubby chaser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good old Tom Hanks, which I mean. Is, is the term tub, chubby chaser, is that outdated? I have not heard that in a while. Is it plus size chaser? Plus size. What? What's the? No, it's not. It's what's not, the PC term? Is uh, plus size also like not? I don't PC? know if it's plus size anymore. It's, it's, it's. Oh God! It, um, plus positive. I, I there's because like the common thing now is body positivity. Yeah, the buzz bo- body. But I don't posi- know. Body positivity chaser. <laughs> no. Um, Rita Wilson. I because is a lot is of people Tom say Hanks like beauty beauty at any weight is like the thing people say. I'm not trying to. Anyway, I feel like not because I I'm I'm glad that like someone like Tom Hanks got it. Not because I hate like Tom Hanks or celebrities, but like he's high profile enough that if he like like if he like inevitably like recovers from it and does fine then that will set a lot of people's minds at ease over the coronavirus and like, okay, maybe it, maybe it isn't as serious as I was making it out to be. But if he dies, then then we all have a green pass to panic. 
Then we can panic and be like, oh, okay, we're fucked. Tom Hanks died. Woody. Buzz. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, you wanted me to read a tweet. You get to Messenger. I mean, I was too busy trying to find out if I was being offensive. (laughs) (laughs) By using the term chubby chaser. (laughs) Look, I'm Um, not trying to be offensive, but. So so Marcus sent me a a tweet from. Former President Barack Obama. Um, and, oh, wait. Is that Barack Obama here? Oh, it is. Our connections are always coming handy. Uh, hello. Um, I'm just uh, here to make a statement. Um, if you're wondering whether it is an overreaction to cancel large gatherings and public events, and I love basketball, here's a useful primer as to why these measures can be can slow the spread of the virus and save lives. We have to look out for each other. Are you, how upset are you about Kobe? Uh, I'm pretty upset. I mean, <laughs> I, I know I my, can tell. I, <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. As you can clearly, as you can clearly tell in my voice, I am pretty upset. All right, Obama, we'll send you on your way to go produce more Netflix material. Yeah, I have a, another book to write, so I will be leaving now. And he's got another book to dictate. Oh shit! Well, I mean, I saw Obama, but I had to cheese it. I don't. I was afraid. Yeah, you you had to very occupy your bathroom because he only accepts ones with bidets. <laughs> that was probably like the worst Obama accent ever, or voice ever. <laughs> you know the thing where like it sounds fine in your head, but it probably doesn't sound fine in real life. That's probably like how it it sounds where it's like it sounds all right okay to me but in real life in practice it's probably like man that's the worst obama impression i've ever heard impression that was the real obama (laughs) it's not my fault he was feeling under the weather and didn't sound quite you might have the coronavirus (laughs) being sick affect he he likes basketball okay (laughs) yeah basketball's canceled this is the ultimate display of cancel culture i've ever seen I mean, we're, is Rebel Wilson canceled, or is that just we're almost? Or am I canceled for my comments about Rebel <laughs> Marcus Wilson? Marcus is canceled. And to which I'm sorry, but <laughs> we're almost to the point where America is canceled. Like, I mean, Italy is canceled right now. So, I mean, not the past. <laughs> not the past. Well, there was that. Uh, uh, I saw a thing on Reddit with the guy being like, "All the past is gone." He's like, "It wasn't even this bad when World War II started." <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's terrible corona now officially worse than world war ii it's- and now like in the sales of actual corona beer are like tanking because people like are like oh i will it, buy it- so much corona it's half off <laughs> it's it's crazy like the name associations people have with that like oh coronavirus oh i can't buy corona i gave coronavirus from co- drinking corona look i somebody from my job we were talking just hypothetical post-apocalyptic talk. This was before the coronavirus stork. This was years ago. But they were like, I'm going to be loading up on toilet paper. So I assume they're loaded up on toilet paper currently because they were like, that's going to be like worth more than gold in the apocalypse. And I was like, I, I doubt it. That, <laughs> like out of all the things like, like, yeah, toilet paper and like other toiletries. Sure. Conveniences. Yeah, but, baby. Turns out he was right. But food, what about food? <laughs> food you buy doesn't last. You have to hunt your own. <laughs> what are you? 
okay, the irradiated zombies, you think you're going to hunt them? I was thinking the wildlife, but it's okay. Wait, wait. Farm your own. Now, I haven't played Last of Us, but from what I understand, they're like a fungus. Could we tie down one of these uh, screaming uh, zombie people and like just harvest fungus off their head? Maybe. (laughs) Get some pate off of that thing, right? Make some beef Wellington. Yeah. (laughs) We'll be the only ones in the apocalypse with beef Wellington. Right? (laughs) Um, The beef wellies. The, the post-apocalypse beef wellies beef are wellies. to die for. Uh, yeah. No, my thing, the thing I always say for post-apocalyptic scenarios, you want sugar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, if you have, like, a stock of sugar, that's going to be worth more than gold. That's, that's what, like, how money started. Like, people are going to be, how like, economics started. Yeah, spi- sugar and spice. <laughs> Because people are like, I'm tired of this bland, shitty food I want it. I'm having. I'm having my Coca-Cola withdrawals because the factory's been offline for 25 years. Give me that sugar. It gives different meaning to I would suck your dick for a Coke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You made me ugly laugh at that one. That's like the type of laugh I have in my car when I hear a funny joke when no one's around to hear it. But it now, was, now the whole world is going to hear. <laughs> now everyone knows how I laugh when I'm by myself in that my car. A, that was a, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that was such a bad joke, but it was hilarious. That's how it's really going to be, though. But yeah, seriously, like people are going to like I I'm eating shitty food. I want something that tastes good. Give me a cup of sugar. I mean, just for our American chocolate, which tastes like throw up, there'll be, <laughs> I would, I would kill for a, a, a throw up flavored Hershey's right now. God. But the problem too with sugar is you got to be able to store it effectively because then you get bugs and shit in it and it'll go bad. And no, because that's also food worth, in the apocalypse. Be, yeah, but it'll be, bugs. it'll be worth nothing. It won't be sugar anymore. It'll be like rotten sugar. I would sell those sweet bugs for cash. <laughs> this is these bugs were crawling around in the sugar sweet bugs sugary bugs sugar bugs I, it's like a powdered sugar donut but it's a bug it's you a roach leave the, leave the sugar out for the ants to get to it and you just collect all the ants sugar ants <laughs> eat your sugar ants it's like rice krispies for your soul <laughs> gross <laughs> alright well I think we should probably uh, wrap up this segment and uh, go for a quick break and come back with more non-coronavirus news yeah we leave the chronosphere we're leaving the chronosphere we're taking off our hazmat suits and uh entering the safe zone oh before we go on break i have some statements from like microsoft nintendo and etc responding to e3 being canceled so first here i have microsoft e3 has always been an important moment for team xbox given this decision this year, we, we will celebrate the next generation of gaming with the Xbox community and those who love to play via an Xbox digital event. Details on timing and more in the coming weeks. Nintendo Nintendo supports the ESA's decision to cancel this year's E3 to help protect the health and safety of everyone in our industry, our fans, our employees, our exhibitors, and our longtime E3 partners. We would like to express our concern and support for all those affected by COVID-19 outbreak during this challenging time. 
will can be will continue to be flexible and redirect our efforts to other ways of keeping our fans up to date about our activities and products because of the COVID-19 outbreak large industry events may be untenable for the foreseeable future but we are considering various ways to engage with our fans and we'll have more to share as the year continues Ubisoft the health and well-being of our teams, players, and partners is our top priority. So while we're disappointed, we fully support the ESA's decision to cancel E3 2020. E3 is and will continue to be a moment where we come together as a community and share our love of games. We're exploring other options for a digital experience that will allow us to share all the exciting news we have planned. EA, we've continued to follow the coronavirus developments around the world very closely Clearly, the situation is evolving by the day, and we've been reviewing how it will change our plans for EA Play 2020. We will share more soon. Devolver Digital, the week of E3, has been a big part of what we do and are genuinely bummed about the cancellation of the event itself. Lots to juggle, but right now we plan on having a live stream, Devolver Direct slash press conference, and possibly more. Uh, Square Enix, as the world has echoed and united, Nothing is more important than protecting the health and well-being of our employees and their families, our partners, and unquestionably our fans. We will support e the ESA's decision to cancel E3 2020 and send our strongest, strongest heartfelt appreciation to everyone that works tirelessly to bring unforgettable games and experience to E3. We understand this is disappointing not only to our respective developers and publishers, but also to thousands of fans who venture from afar to continue their to celebrate games at E3. We are right there with you. Our 2020 lineup and next generation at Lies Beyond is stronger than ever for Square Enix, where E3 has always been an incredible moment in time to showcase our upcoming games. We're exploring other options to share our games with you. More to come. Stay tuned. And that's it. So break. Hi, I'm Cody. And I'm Christian. And we're Nerds with Friends. Not just two nerds who have some friends. No. We're your hosts for the podcast, Nerds with Friends. We cover any topic that people can nerd out over, from TV, movies, and comics, to conventions, tabletop RPGs, and much more. Nerds with Friends comes out every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And of course, on our website, nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. Join us every week as we confess our nerdy confessions and talk about the latest in nerdy news. And remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you for listening. Now back to the show. Okay, welcome back to terminal news and uh so yes we've we've uh, exited the coronasphere we're outside of the coronasphere now we're going to talk about some other news and first i want to talk about sonic fox i love sonic fox he's a good guy he uh yeah so he recently won a mortal Kombat 11 championship and uh and he shouted out vote for bernie sanders and I guess what? He didn't get banned. He wasn't banned. Didn't have his prize winnings taken away or yeah. removed temporarily. So, so I good, good guy WB question mark. I feel I feel like Sonic Fox is like he he he's like the the esports champion we all need. Like he's he's the best representative of esports. I think we could possibly have because <laughs> look, he's he's gay. He's black. He's a furry. I mean, I'm just going to correct you real quick, but they go by they, them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. My my apologies. <laughs> but uh, yeah. A anyway, yes, they are the that they're just the best esports. Like, yeah. And uh, what's my train of thought? 
It's just they got a good attitude. They're fun. They're apparently they good at not, like every single fighting game. It feels not involved in any scandals. Not being a douchebag on Twitter or, or twi- not being a douchebag on Twitch. Not getting banned from stuff. Not getting banned from Twitch for doing stupid shitty things. Not involved in any like pedophilia or um, sexual harassment type things with fans. <laughs> yeah, like so, I just have like Sonic Fox is just such a clutch player. I mean, I don't know. They, I have so much respect for Sonic Fox, and they were what one of the the youngest players to like win Evo Evo and like all that stuff. Yeah, they have just a crazy track record. Yeah, Sonic Fox is pretty cool. Um, unlike other people that are in the esports community that are gigantic douchebags. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just like I, said, I know Sonic Fox definitely has plenty of people that hate on Sonic Fox, but but I mean, we all know why they hate on him. Yeah, Sonic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go to hell, like, and I'm not like, I'm not into the whole furry scene, but like, it, it's Sonic Fox is makes it fun. <laughs> and I think it's good for, like I said, say what you want about furries, but it's like, it's good to that people who are furries now have a, a celebrity in some ways they can root for in a way. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. Like when you hear about Sonic Fox, it's always like positive stuff. When you hear about like anything regarding f- the Phase Clan, it's always negative. <laughs> you don't see Sonic Fox shooting his screen. Yeah, you don't see Sonic Fox pulling out a gun while streaming on Twitch and and sh- pulling the trigger. I thought it was unloaded. Oh my god, it's but, so dumb. Yeah, the uh, Mortal Kombat tournament that they won recently. I forget the name of that thing, which may be why there is no Mortal Kombat at Evo because they did this big Mortal Kombat thingamajig. They had their own, or they were tournament. like, Sonic Fox is just going to win anyway, so why bother? Them? But yeah, Sonic Fox uh, won his Joker, like in ridiculous. a pretty clutch, clutch play. I'm just sliver of health came back and won. I know, so, so, like the whole rivalry between like Sonic Fox and Goichi, and the stuff with Dragon Ball Fighters, and now like Mortal Kombat stuff, like which Goichi's not involved in that, but. It's just, I think it's been healthy for the fighting game community. Yeah. Yeah, that rival rivalries can be fun when they're positive. <laughs> I mean, well, especially it was like, it was a good back and forth for a while on that. But yeah, Sonic Fox is a tour de force, like, no doubt about it. Just is number one in Mortal Kombat currently, was formerly number one in Dragon Ball Fighters, but is still playing Dragon Ball Fighters and possibly going to make a comeback in that just bouncing between a lot of fighting games. Yeah. Is it's a lot of talent. All right. Let's talk about Reggie Watts. I mean, Reggie fils Reggie Watts. So GameStop is doing some shuffling with their board of directors. Like six people are going to be leaving the board of directors and coming on board is none other than the Reginator. He's back. He retired. He he got promoted to uh, Nintendo fan. 
now as a fan now as he's a, on the board of directors he's 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 on the yeah he's on the board of directors as a Nintendo fan um for GameStop so GameStop GameStop has been a sinking ship for a while and I know we talked about this uh via messenger when this happened but um it seems like you were you were saying that like it's like the stuff that they're doing now with like kind of making GameStop like a hangout type place is like something that they should have been doing like a decade ago. So like there are there even with that they're still like behind the times. Like this is something that they should have been it's going into long ago. Reshaping in a 2020 is going to be difficult because we're kind of in a transitional phase right now. Yeah, like as a whole society. There's just a lot more reliance on like stuff being online and not having physical just, places. Yeah, digital goods, digital yeah. media. A, a lot of people, especially with games, don't have stopped owning physical disc, especially in yeah. places where that's harder to do. Yeah. Um, I think it would have been better for them to like start like pivoting into being like, yeah, GameStop, like cafe, we have a Starbucks in here. Yeah, I mean, like, making them more hangouts for nerds, basically. I mean, yeah. people, I'm sure everyone who <clears throat> plays a lot of games knows people who go to their local game jo- store and just hangs out there. Like, yeah. There's people who just go there just to just hang around and talk about games, like, right. basically loiter. But. Yeah, it's yeah, it's true. But I mean, like, and you think about, like, coffee shops, like, people go to coffee shops to work. If you have something like that at a GameStop, people are going to go there and if they're going to buy something. I mean, if they go there and they're just hanging out, like they're going to like, they're going to, oh, well, get something to drink. Oh, I'll get whatever. Like, yeah, if they had, you know, just like small snacks and stuff. Uh, yeah. And once again, like they, they should have been doing like, it's a little late now. And I fear, uh, I fear for mom and pop shops. I talked about this that do like, they already like, card, do this. Like yeah. Magic the Gathering tournaments or whatever it might be. You know that already are basically game hangouts or host game tournaments or bulldozed by GameStop's money. Transitioning to that, I know they're because yeah, they have they're planning to turn some locations into hangouts, some into retro stores, which we know they have like massive supplies of very old used games uh, that they're not necessarily selling online. Even they just have like huge warehouses full of used shit that they've bought over the years. Yeah, well, I know, like, in some cases, you can buy some of that stuff online through GameStop, but um, I want to say it was precisely podcast they talked about it, where if you buy something from, like, GameStop, like, like a retro game on GameStop, like, there's no way of, like, vetting, like, the quality of it, like, whether yeah. it's damaged and stuff. You, you don't know, um, like, if it's a SNES game, you don't know how that sticker on the cover is. Yeah, like, you just, it just says, this is the game that you're getting, but we don't. Very <laughs> for all we know like it just has like a black sticker on it with mark sharpie written on with the game name on uh, it i mean and that's been my biggest issue is because they uh at some point like like ds games for example they just like get rid of manuals and shit so it's like yeah it's like no case no manual just like a loose cartridge and like what am i gonna do with that i'm gonna yeah. lose it i don't have a ds book what do I look like? I have a book of CDs, but for DS games. <laughs> well, it's just, I, I don't know. I, I'm, and I'm very much like, I, I need like the whole package is like part of the thing. Yeah. Is like the premiumness of like, I need like the booklets. I need the, 
like case I need like the front inserts and all of that needs to be in nice condition otherwise I feel hollow and empty inside <laughs> you like a good uh complete in box you're well I mean you're I've a COB like, guy well I've gone as far as even like I've I've bought used games and then gone on eBay and just bought like a, the empty case and everything. All that shit, which yeah. sometimes costs more than the game yeah. itself, to be honest. Especially like if it's like a Super Nintendo era, because those, those are like where that was an age where people that, were getting rid of the boxes. So like that stuff super I rare. care less about. <laughs> like for, for me personally, I care less about because it's not like a. It's not no nobody kept that stuff and yeah it's that's well that's why it's more rare now yeah I mean I I do still have booklets at least the booklets I don't have the the box for any of my N sixty four games but I have the booklets but I don't have the games anymore you have a bunch of uh, steel books too I mean I have everything but... <laughs> which reminds me there's a pawn shop here where they have a specific case where they just have steel book things. I'm like every time I like there's I didn't know that they released movies in steel books sometimes. Yeah, there's a lot of movie steel. Like I see that and I'm like, oh I kinda want that steel book. Like there's like nice. a Batman. I'm like, I kinda want to get that, but I mean you gotta be kinda choosy with some of that stuff. And I mean, like I'm that's become my biggest thing with just a lot of like collector's editions that I'm really at capacity. <laughs> I like don't have space for it. So I I've been buying a lot more digital games lately. And just because it's easier, yeah. I mean, it sucks because then you don't truly own anything. And I mean, like, that's kind of the sadness of something like a GameStop going away is then like and your digital library of games like you can't trade those or sell those back or yeah. like they have no monetary value at the end yeah, of the day. It's very true. Um, But yeah, who knows? I don't know what they're going to do with GameStop in terms of pivoting. They should have. They did kind of do some like boot, like they were selling more premium collector's editions of games. Yeah. And they do still do that, but they should have pivoted harder into that space of being like more of a boutique shop. Once again, offering coffee, having like, like once again, housing nerds. But I don't know. My, and this might be just a problem here for all I know, but have you. I mean, you probably haven't been in a GameStop in a while, but like some of the people there don't even seem like they care about games, which is weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, the guy that I knew that was a manager, I knew cared about games, but he's not there anymore. So, well, I mean, like lots of managers. Sure. And I mean, like over the years that I've been in there, like definitely people like, yeah, they, it just feels they like talk they the just talk and they knew yeah. like a lot about games. But I mean, I've been I in there like and been like, this person like. Will apply like this person was recommending me like like games that i'm not even close to interested in like <laughs> like what i like what's a good example i'm buying like smt let's just say i'm buying like shin magma tensei and they'd be like hey you should buy madden and it'd be like i'm buying a japanese ass jrpg <laughs> and you're recommending like i buy madden the fuck is wrong with you and then you can't tell if it's a joke or not yeah they're like it's it's like uh Going into a Harley store and the guy being like, hey, you should go buy a Ford. It, I mean, it's just some of these think, people I don't know. I think part of it is that like people that are into video games aren't applying there. I mean, it's not people don't see them as like a force in video games anymore. They're really and not so now in it's many just, ways. Yeah. But 
So now it's just like they'll they'll basically take whatever warm bodies they can get through the the door that will like well, submit I mean, an they application. Pay, like, minimum wage. They don't pay well. The managers typically are like breathing down everybody's neck, having them like like push pre-orders and all yeah, this shit. Yeah, like they, like they shit that they don't believe really. In. They track all your metrics on like all that worthless stuff for sales stuff and it's just yeah i mean it's like dude i'm here to like be a cashier essentially but you're making yeah. me be a salesperson without salesperson experience well and i mean you're not getting like typically you're not getting like commission or yeah there's they don't so get anything out of it other like, than just being like cool i'm still paid minimum wage and i still have a job that's it yeah like but most like sales people like hey if you get someone to like buy a magazine subscription it's like here here's your you get a percentage of that sale because you're, you get I mean, commission if you're a salesperson that but like not at GameStop well, <laughs> well a lot of places seem like they're actually making commission harder to come by like I mean just in general incentivizing employees yeah. like that that's how much capitalism has fucked at least like our society or you or your coca-cola and you tire almost like 70 percent of your income to 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 commission and and that's it sucks <laughs> Because that was the case I had to deal with, where it's like I could never expect a regular paycheck because it was one hundred percent tied to like how much commission I made. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. Just places are getting more, not even just commission, but just like loosey goosey with benefits and like, at least like, what I worked at Target for a time, and like I'm sure a lot of people have dealt with this, but. It, the hours you work does not fully dictate if you are full-time or part-time. It's really just a number in a computer. It's yeah. really all it boils down to. And which is funny because, you know, like working at the job I am at now, uh, talking with older people, they're like, no, if you work above 35 hours, you're full-time. And I was like, I can tell you a lot of the jobs I worked at, I was working more than 40 hours a week. And they still kept you, I'm like, you think I got part time. You think I got health care benefits? You think I had like yeah. a 401k? They always like you think had, I had workarounds. Anything? I was like, no, it's like you can work up to 40 hours at, and still be considered part time. You can work yeah. over that and still be part time. I think at some point they did make it more strict for that where because I was working in Olive Garden the, at the time and when something went into effect where they were basically saying like, yeah, if you're working, if you're like regularly working over 30 hours or whatever, and like you're considered full time. So then they're like, okay, well now we're going to keep everybody like under 30 hours. So <laughs> it's, what, it, it's and ridiculous. then, and then like, then there's the whole but, thing. Like if you're, if employees are working for over 30 hours, then they have to provide health insurance. And then the company, the, the Olive Garden thing was like, well, in order to be considered like full time or whatever, you have to be working an average of thirty over thirty hours a week for an entire year, and then you would be able to get the health insurance. But the open enrollment was in December. The store I worked for, um, was opened in January. <laughs> so like I was hired in December, <laughs> but like my start date wasn't until like January twelfth. So. You had to have worked. You you had to have have You'd an have average to have worked of all the way to December though to yeah, like re up. Well, like open yeah, enrollment. yeah. So like it, you you would have to have had an average of thirty over thirty hours a week for a full year at the time of open enrollment. But since a full year was after open enrollment, 
everybody that worked over in over 30 hours that whole year were fucked out of being able to get insurance for the whole next year. So yep. it was really shitty. And, and that was that's just that was part of the reason why I left there. <laughs> I mean, just in general, the the slashing of benefits is felt across the it, across every plane. Yeah. Well, and the uh, I think a lot of that comes down to also like loss prevention, because like basically the what I'm getting at is part of the reason you would incentivize employees like not just with like health insurance and like 401ks and all that. Yeah. But it is like like being like. Like in my case, when I worked at the theater, you'd get quote unquote free movies. I'm going to put that in quotes for reasons I won't get into, <laughs> but because then it's like, like, yeah, they know all the employees here. They're just going to sneak into movies otherwise. Yeah. So yeah, it's like <laughs> we're giving people deep discounts at like stores they work at because it's like, it's demotivating it. Like it, it's preventing them from stealing. Yeah. But now that they're like, we have cameras on every corner, we can like monitor you 24-7, Big Brother's watching you type thing. Yeah. That it's like, they don't care. Yeah. We're not gonna we would them. rather pay an employee to watch all the other employees to keep them in check. Yeah. Than give them just benefits and discounts and whatever it might be. Yeah. When I was working for a grocery store, like in the, in like the employee handbook, there's like a, like a FAQ. And one of the questions was, is do I get a discount on or for working for this company and the answer wasn't just an outright no it was like uh most or most grocery stores make a very low profit margin and then in in parentheses pennies to the dollar uh <laughs> in order to make a profit on on stuff they on on the products they sell but they didn't outright say no but they just give you a bunch of word soup that was a, that amounted to no but which is bullshit That's because <laughs> because there's they I know that there are grocery stores that will give you discounts on stuff and even if it's like hey you get a discount on the store brand stuff yeah like, which is at least something yeah it's but this sense. one was like it, like their store brand was called like there was the generic brand was Western Family it's like you can't even give me a freaking discount on a can of Western Family beans come on well it's like it just seems ridiculous because like like I said you're expected. Like in the case of GameStop, tying this back to GameStop is like you're expected to peddle these things for nothing. Yeah, is really what it is. Like, yeah, and there, the, there's no incentive for you to do anything. And it's there. like, uh, hate to break it to you, people, that it's like I'm working a job to get paid. Yeah, like it, it, because it's my livelihood. It it it's, has nothing to do with like brand loyalty or any of that. Like, like if you do truly just like believe in the brand, that's a bonus. But it's like you could incentivize me more to have more loyalty to your company than just yeah. like, like it's like, yeah, I, I could directly link how much people actually like the company they work for directly with how much they make yeah. and how much they're incentivized. It's all, by yeah. The it's company. all by money. Yeah. I mean like right now, like I make some pretty good money at my job and despite the fact that my job made a change that has made stuff more stressful and more like physically, labor intensive for me like i'm tired a lot more right now until at least i get used to the changes and stuff sucks but like hey i make a lot of money <laughs> so i can live with that um but like and, and all and that all comes down to one of my favorite memes that I, I i always relate back to whenever i think about jobs and money and it was um someone had taken screen caps of the interview scene in the shining and so they, the text over the guy was like, so uh, 
why do you think you want to, or what, what makes you think you're a good a candidate for this job? And then the, the caption over Nicholas, uh, Nicholas, Jack Nichols, Jack Nicholson, Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> the, the text over Jack Nicholson was, and he's like him, like, like I, I guess there was an empty frame where he's sitting there. And then there's the, the next frame. He's like kind of doing a creepy smile. And it says, give me money and I'll do shit for you. I mean, <laughs> It's just, that's, that's what it comes down to. Like everyone thinks that the job that they have to offer is something special. And the person that is going to work the job needs to be like, I'll beg you for this fucking job. I'm the most qualified person ever. It's like, no, your job is a piece of shit. No one wants to do it, but they'll do it because you're giving them money. It, <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, you're, people got mouths to feed. It's means to here. an end is always what it is. Like you very like you're, you're not going to hire someone at the like the bottom level of GameStop and have them work their way up through the corporate ladder. Like that's very rare. Especially like something for GameStop. Like we're going to get somebody writing in saying, "I did that." Well, no. <laughs> if you do, then write in, tell us, prove us wrong. Prove me wrong. No. Worked all the way from the bottom and now I'm at the top. But that's really rare because like even places like GameStop like you I I feel like all of those places keep the lower people down like cuz they're not going to hire people at an entry level and then work them up the system. They're no. going to be like, great, we're going to hire this person who already has manager experience. Now I do have a question for you, which maybe you don't have the answer to, but I know we have, a, we have a local like card game shop. Uh, but I noticed there was a, a sign up because they were hiring, but they said all employees are paid through unemployment. How does that work? Do they like hire them and fire them? All employees are paid through unemployment. Yes. I mean, that's what it sounds like. The place is called splash page. But yeah, you're not like, so I don't know how they pay employees. Cause I mean, like, I don't know how they stay afloat anyway. That's probably how but, they've, but yeah, they hire like, you and then you get fired and you just collect unemployment and work there. That's, that's what it sounds like, but that's, I have no idea. Wait, that's illegal. <laughs> that sounds I, illegal. I have no idea how it works. I, I thought maybe you would be like, oh, I've seen a place like this, but I'm like, that's what it sounds I just like. saw that sign and I was like, I don't understand how this functions but that's i might how have I had to, to look into it. that because i was like they're, they're a card game shop so and i think they i know the owner he's he's like there pretty much all the time but there is occasionally like one or two other people that you'll see i can imagine what they the only thing i can think of is they hire people and then they furlough them that's the only way i could think and then, but, but that's then they're still weird. But then they're like, "Hey, you're getting paid through this unemployment thing because you're furloughed, but you still need to come in and do work." That's, but like that sounds super shady. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> like that sounds like the 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 rug could be pulled out from you at any time. <laughs> how do you? And then at that point, how do you fire somebody who's already being paid on like unemployment? <laughs> I guess you just, I mean, if they be like you're fired and they just keep showing up like what? Well, cause I mean, I think when you get unemployment, you're only allowed to do it for a certain amount of time. I think at least in Montana, I don't know. Yeah. And then I've never, the, do they just rehire you and then refire you? I've never been unemployed. So I don't, I don't know <laughs> how unemployment works, but I think, I think the furloughing thing is the only thing I can think of. Do they furlough you and then and then like for, furlough you and then re well, I think like you can like collect as long as you're still employed by the company and just furloughed, you could still collect. That's weird. Cause you're still like, 
you're still employed by them. So that I guess if they so illegal. if they wanted to get rid of you, they actually could just let you go, and then it you wouldn't be furloughed so anymore. Illegal. It does. That doesn't sound like oh, it's, it doesn't sound kosher but at all. But it sounds like something a card shop would do. I feel like I need to go like take a picture of that. I then, don't know if it's there anymore. It's been a long time since I've gone in there, but uh, I I did date somebody who worked there, so I should have asked them. I missed my chance. <laughs> now I'll never shot. know. You'll never know. That you miss weird. 100% of the shots you don't take. You didn't shoot your shot. <laughs> I, I did not. I didn't know. How could you? <laughs> I didn't know you to ask. But, yeah, I don't know. GameStop, it's a crazy place. Hopefully Reggie can turn it around. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, I he does Reggie's have a good will. I know Reggie's plan is to furlough all the employees. <laughs> <laughs> and then pay with them with unemployment. I mean, okay, so. And He's a genius. Not to throw, like, Coca-Cola on it. Because this isn't, this isn't Coca-Cola, the company. Coca-Cola doesn't. It, it wasn't it wasn't Coca-Cola, the company that I was hired by. There's like a hierarchy of different companies that that uh, make up the um, the economy of Coca-Cola. And it's weird. Um, but anyway, this company like didn't when you use your personal vehicle for for travel, um, the company is supposed to pay you 55 cents per mile you drive. And if and like that's like the what they're supposed to do. They legally don't have to, I guess. They can pay you less. And then what you have to do as a taxpayer is you have to itemize your deductions and keep track of all of your miles and all of your receipts for that whole year while you're working. And you have to itemize all that on your taxes. And what happens is that ends up being like a big tax um, deduction for you on your taxes. Um, so essentially what it means is that the company is paying, like purposefully paying you less on your mileage reimbursement and the taxpayers are actually footing the bill for it when tax time comes because they're not paying you the full 55 cents per mile. They were, they went through like a third party company, which amounted to maybe 20 something cents per mile that they're paying you. And you made up the. You made up the extra by writing it off on your taxes. Yeah. And it didn't. And even if you wrote it off on your taxes, it still wouldn't amount to the full 55 cents. It would maybe be like 50 at most. Yeah. So you're getting fucked hardcore by using this your personal is, vehicle. This is companies pinching pennies. Yeah, exactly. Because that, I mean, they used to just um, for years, they just did like the thing where you would just, they gave you a sheet to fill out and you would fill out like your miles at the beginning of the day and miles at the end of the day. And then you would turn that in every week and then that would just go on to your paycheck. They would pay you. I mean, I think. But now it's like, nah. They would pay you like 45 cents or 44 cents. So, I mean, it wasn't still the fifth. It still wasn't the full 55 cents. But then they're like, now nah, we're paying out too much money. So they started going through this third party company that was a crock of shit because they had this like really fucking weird requirement where you had to have a car that was seven years old or newer and then it couldn't have over like a hundred thousand miles on it and in order to participate in the program and if it wasn't if it if you didn't meet that criteria then you would get you would you would get like a prorated percentage of the of an amount and then on top of that so like that would be like a base amount so you got like a base amount of like I don't know, like 200 bucks a month 
for using your your vehicle and then they would then you would report your mileage and you would get like fucking like four cents a mile on top of that it was it was like the worst so and then you got paid that once a month so you wouldn't get paid that every paycheck it would come out once a month so you'd always have like these really weird like oh my first paycheck this week is really shitty but then my next paycheck is really awesome because that's the one that includes my mileage that i god i i was spending like 120 plus bucks a month or a week on on fuel and like did I make that back? You're still like, paying that for game fuel. <laughs> like <laughs> my my mileage reimbursement barely covered what I was spending on gas. So that that money's supposed to cover like wear and tear on your vehicle. It absolutely fucking did not cover wear and tear on my vehicle. It covered just the gas. With the Tesla truck, the cyber truck. <laughs> then you then it wouldn't even matter. They're gonna reimburse you a whole hell of a lot. I, I, I was at the time, like, cause I was when the Teslas were starting to come out and they already had that Tesla charging station. I'm like, that'd be so badass. Like I'd be getting all that mileage reimbursement, but I wouldn't have to pay for gas. So I'm using an electric vehicle, but you, but you claim you're not an electric. <laughs> yeah. No, this is gas. <laughs> oh, I'm driving a gas vehicle. Yeah. It's a hybrid electric. So I use the gas portion when, when yeah. I'm on the clock. Anyway, we should probably move on to the next topic which i have not ready <sighs> okay okay so there is a new amnesia coming out this fall so if you're looking forward to that i mean if you if you like amnesia you can look forward to that i never played the sequel i played the first amnesia but i never played the sequel i've never played amnesia it's pretty good um remember that nintendo playstation i went up for option yeah well, it uh, sold for $360,000. One Xbox $360,000. <laughs> um, the guy was claiming that someone like offered him this much, like like um, like over a million dollars to buy it, and he refused. And I don't know, giant, you listen to Giant Bomb, so you, but they, they're like, they're kind of wondering, like, maybe did he like just say that to make people think that to he create got the FOMO? Yeah, he was, he, he's doing the, e th- the E3 thing. He was activated. Well, he's trying to activate people into buying that, spending more, spending more on the auction. Uh, the original creators of Burnout are making a new open world racer, so we'll see how that goes. Doesn't have a name or anything. Dangerous Driving Two. Oh, they're just making a follow up to Dangerous Driving. Yeah, that's weird that they would call it. That's weird that they would say they're making a new open world racer, but then like the, the but then they say Dangerous Driving Two. Okay. So Dangerous Driving Two. Okay, dangerous driving was didn't seem great, but hopefully we'll see. Maybe we'll see. Um, 2K Games is the latest publisher to remove its games from the NVIDIA stream service. Uh, essentially, it seems like there's no games on the NVIDIA streaming service except Epic. Because Tim Sweeney was like, hey, I love in the NVIDIA game streaming service. But it seems like everybody else is pulling theirs out. I mean, just big publishers, which makes sense. They want to make their own. They see this and they're like, it's it's they're trying to um nip the problem in the bud right now. Like because they're like, hey, this could be like the Netflix of stuff. Maybe we should do our own before there's a Netflix. Well, either that, like, either do their own or I mean realistically, I think some of this boils down to like, hey, you should have to buy another copy of the game to play it on this thing. 
I think it's just they see it as like money lost. Yeah. Even if you already own it on Steam. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but Tim Tim Sweeney said that it's uh, it's the most developer friendly option out there right now. But yeah, other other companies are pulling it out. I mean, the thing is with this though is like maybe other companies are just mad that they're charging for it. I don't know. It's just there's a free tier right now, but there's like the implication that you can pay. They'll have like a more robust like pay to play feature later on. But yeah. Uh, Sony says it has no plans to release PlayStation games at the same time on PC. Because, um, I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to um, PC. That was confirmed, basically. Um, but now they're being like, hey, well, don't expect this all the time. We're just doing it because we thought Horizon Zero Dawn would be good for it. I mean, which is weird because a lot of people got mad about it. Yeah, people like, like a lot of people are like, I don't I don't understand why people it, are mad about it. Like I'm just like, but if you already have it on PlayStation and already played it on PlayStation, now it's just coming to PC, why is it a big deal? I think I, I think it's just what Giant Bomb says a bunch of weird PlayStation fanboys are upset about it. It, it, it is, but it I kind mean, of like, ruins it, their whole idea of feeling like something is an exclusive for them. I mean, I think that's to some degree, but I mean there's definitely going to be exclusives that probably don't make it over to PC. Like I, I don't foresee God of War ever coming to PC. Yeah, I uh, don't. It's just I don't either. There's something about God of War that it's just holistically a like it's made for consoles. Yeah, well, and also like you would have like I can't imagine playing a God of War with a with keyboard controls. Did we mention last week that Death Stranding got a release date for PC? I think it's June. I don't remember if we did or not. I thought we did, but. Maybe we didn't. Yeah, I got Wait. a release date for June. Um, I'm pretty sure. But let me double check. Yeah, like I can't imagine playing a God of War on like it like is yeah, you can still play computer games, PC games with the controller, but by nature of a game being on PC, it has to be able to be controlled with a mouse and keyboard. And I can't imagine playing a game like God of War with a mouse and keyboard. Like I feel like that is like a controller ass controller game. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's coming June 2nd, Death Stranding to PC. Um, but I mean, we already knew it would like a yeah. PC, like that, that one, like that was like one very sense. early on where we're like, yeah, there's going to be a PC version. We just don't know when. Yeah. Like it, th- there's games that just make sense on PC, uh, but definitely not all of them. And I don't, Sony is very smart as a, pl- like, I see this as them leaving a door open. Yeah. Like. They definitely want to sell consoles, sure, but they don't want to rule out, like, the possibility of, like, hey, console sales have gone, like, nobody's buying console sale, like, anymore, uh, but we left the PC door open to just develop games yeah. for PC, so. Yeah, I think it's it's, and it's fair. a way of double dipping, like, I'm sure Death Stranding is a good example of, like, a lot of people who... A lot of people who either don't own a PS4 are definitely going to buy Death Stranding at a full $60 when that game's not even... You can buy it for less than $60 if you own a PS4, but if you don't own a PS4, that might be your only option. Like, I bought it for $35. (laughs) But definitely there's going to be plenty of people out there buying another copy of it on PC just for modding purposes or whatever it might be, just to maybe play it again. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, double dipping at a higher rate, like, long after the game's been out. 
Reminds me of No Man's Sky when it came out on Xbox and it was, it was 50 six, bucks. Yeah, it was like 50 or 60 bucks on Xbox and people were like, I'm waiting for it to come out on Xbox. It's like, but you could just get on your, you have a PlayStation, just get it on the PlayStation for like 10. Yeah, I was like, I went out and bought a used copy for 10 bucks because a lot of people obviously traded in. Yeah. Or actually, I think I bought a brand new copy for 10 bucks. I think, you, yeah, I think you said you, they were I think like the a new, new copy copies. was cheaper than a used copy. But either way, it was like, yeah, you could, and it came with, I mean, because when they released the Xbox version, it was like when they had patched a lot of new stuff. So, yeah, but yeah, it was like oh. the Xbox people were buying it for full price, which I don't want to call them scrubs because I still bought mine at full price on the PlayStation 4. So, <laughs> but it, if you had a PlayStation at the same time when the Xbox version was coming out, it's like, why not buy the PlayStation version? Yeah, I mean, it, which once again, I mean. You're not really getting screwed because whatever, it's the game you want. Yeah, exactly. It, it's still like, if you had the other option, you could have got it for less. And really, it's just banking on people double dipping is I think that's yeah. where they're like potentially doubling their income. Like Horizon Zero Dawn is a great example of like that game has been out for a really long time yeah, now. It's been- and it's like, I bet when it launches on PC, it's not going to be like, you can already get that game with all the expansion content for like 10 or 15 bucks but i bet when they launch it on pc it's going to be like 60 dollars yeah it'll probably be like horizon zero dawn complete but it'll be probably launched at 60 and then dropped yeah. over time yeah it makes sense um moving on to the next news uh this month's re-release of doom 64 will include a new chapter so that's pretty cool i mean like yeah i don't know i i have like a soft spot for doom 64 but i know some people hate it some people love it. Some people hate it because it came out in a Nintendo 64 and they hate the Nintendo 64. I mean, it was <laughs> Doom 64 is a weird thing because it was like not really Doom 3 and like it is like basically a mod for Doom 2. <laughs> the whole lineage of Doom is just weird. Yeah, it, it's because like when Doom 3 actually when there was a real Doom 3, it was just a retelling of Doom 1. And, <laughs> and it took a weird route. We've talked about that before where it yeah. went more survival horror and less like shooter. Less focused. just being a badass shooter, yeah. Yeah, and then and then it was just quiet for a while. Like realistically, like Doom 2016 was it it, it could have gone either way. Like nobody knew if that was gonna get go really well or really terribly. It luckily Obviously it went really well and now we're getting Doom Eternal this month. Yeah, so but I mean, like, definitely Doom 2016 was not a sure thing. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, that was a risk. And I still like I still think back on when because that was kind of amidst the uh, whole Bethesda making it so no review copy like reviewers didn't get early copies. Yeah. So you couldn't get early reviews, which is always like and a bad so, sign. Yeah. People were like, oh, well, the game must be shit. Like they're doing this because the game's shit and they're trying to hide that it's shit. Yeah. And it was like, no. And then. Even even when it got reviewed, a lot of places gave it like an eight. But the, part of that is because they a lot of review sites, which makes sense, have to review the game as a whole. So a lot of this comes down to like the bad of the game is yeah, the, the multiplayer wasn't the great, multiplayer, which is like not like for me, that's not what I come to doom for. So, yeah, it's very true. So, yeah, it's it's so let, I guess my point on that is just some people saw like eights or 
a seven hypothetically and we're like oh the doom must be shit <laughs> and it's like like i mean the people i think have come around on it and like at the time it launched people were more negative on it than positive yeah and then just uh, over time i think people have really warmed up to it i mean the people who actually bought it and played it seemed positive on it but yeah but i just know people reading reviews were like ah must be crap <laughs> must be a shitty game didn't get a 10 out of 10 i mean i, I feel sometimes with reviews people say anything below a 9 is shit <sighs> yeah it's which is not I have kind of a different take on that where I'm like eight or nine is good. Like regardless. And like yeah. a seven is like, you'll probably enjoy it if you like that genre. I just, for the most part, don't pay attention to rating numbers. I just listen to um, podcasts and whether it's a person that I agree with their takes on games, I just judge it based off of that. Um, so like, I I'll listen to like, like giant bomb for me is a big one because like, having people you agree with is always best. Yeah. I do think a number metric, like I like number metrics because they kind of, depending on how they weight, but it, it's like, like Metacritic's useful, I think. Yeah. I think for me, like, I don't mind. I like number metrics, but for like specific parts, like, Hey, like this thing is a certain number and this part of the game is a certain number. I don't like, I don't want to, it's hard for me to just take a game and being like, I'm going to rate this game an eight. It's just hard for me. It's hard for me to qua uh, quantify uh, a value of a game. I don't know though. If you're seeing a like, like I said, this is where something like Metacritic's handy because you're, you're like, yeah, enough like fucking, like you're having fifty fucking websites saying like game you're looking forward to is like it, you're seeing it's getting like a three from most places. Like, yeah, it's probably shit. Yeah, but it's. <laughs> It's really hard to tell when it gets anywhere like if it's if it's like anywhere in the six to eight range, like, is it good or not? Like, because a lot of people like like you said, like anything under a nine is viewed as being shit. That, like I said, that to me is always just like if you enjoy the genre, like. Like, hypothetically, it's a platform game. It's like, hey, if you like platforming games, a six, seven, like eight is 100 <laughs> percent fine. <laughs> if you like platforming games, well, we got a platforming ass platforming game for you. But it, but it, like, if you're like, yeah, if you're not really into, uh, like I said, I see those scores more like, hey, this isn't gonna like change your mind on it. And that's yeah. where like a nine or a ten, it's like, yeah, if you're not a fan of this thing, this might change your mind. That's what like something like Celeste is a good example of that, where it's like, this might turn people who are not into platforming games into a platforming fan. Like th this yeah. is a game that it might change their mind on it where yeah. like, like I said, there's a lot of games. It's like, eh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if numbers are useful to you, then uh, for anyone out there, that's, that's then all the power to you. But for me, I just, that's not, I numbers thing isn't for me. I like just listening to like opinions and hearing thoughts and hear, listening to people nitpick about the finer details of games because that's usually where I lie in video games <laughs> is really I only minute define details. video games and very obscure metaphors. It's um we should probably move on though. So we have two Lego news things. Um so Lego is looking into making a Sonic Mania set, which looks pretty cool. At the 
Olympic Games Tokyo 2020. <laughs> um, and then we have a Lego Mario game. That one looks interesting because it's like a game. Yeah. Like they're like digital Legos. I don't really know fully what's going on there, but Mario, <laughs> it, it like Mario has a weird timer on him and you got to like get him through the level and it's got coins you can get. I don't really understand what's going on, <laughs> but yeah, Lego and Mario, they're together at last, but this was apparently supposed to be announced during a Nintendo direct that was supposed to take it, place like, yeah. on Mario day, never happened, which was March 10th, but yeah, it never happened, but I mean, there's enough rumors going around, which basically suggests that a direct's probably going to happen this month that will outline basically the rest of the year. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, it's overdue at this point, <laughs> but I'm sure coronavirus is impacting a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But Mario Day would have been a great day to do a direct. It's Mario Day. Yeah. Um, Epic announces the next free games. Um, so for the next week, uh, they'll have three games: Anodyne Two, Return to Dust, A Short Hike, and Mutage Mutagen, Mutagen, Mutagen. What is, is that? Mutagen. It's it's M U T A Z I O N E. Mutazone. Mutazone. Let it's like Mutazione. I think it's like Mutazio. I know they're all fairly new games, at least 2019 games. Um, uh, a short hike is very. A lot of people have talked a lot of good about that game. I'll I downloaded. Oh, I I claimed all three of these just because <laughs> I've heard good thing, things about all of them. I know uh, Anodyne is kind of like a Zelda like game, and Anod Anodyne Two is in 3D, so it's it's weird. Yeah. Uh, then the week after that, they'll have Watch Dogs and the Stanley Parable. So those are the free games on the Epic Game Store. Yeah, I think these three are definitely, despite these three are all like very critically acclaimed like indie games. And I think it's yeah. a better bang for your buck. And they're all fairly new versus like Stanley Parable and Watch Dogs. Like, yeah, I've heard they're yeah. good, but I mean, like. Well, I mean, bang for your buck. I mean, it's free. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just saying like. If you were gonna just hop on one of these, this is the one to do it. Yeah, like it would be Stanley like Parable is like, eh. yeah, it's it's like, um, watching like something that was Oscar nominated versus a Michael Bay movie, <laughs> like something that made a lot of money, as opposed to something that's just really artful. Um, and Call of Duty Warzone launched, which is like their new. Um, uh, battle royale, battle royale mode. Yeah. that's free and, to play you which go download it now yeah. it's like 80 gigs yeah which is like because it loads it downloads the whole ass game like you have the whole call of duty game which on your thing you just but have you, access to this mode which is like i want to play this but like i don't have 100 gigs free on my xbox to download this and play it so i gotta beat some games before i can do that i guess yeah, it's i don't know people seem to really like this call of duty i, I have no idea yeah, people are saying it's really good, um, actually. It seems like it's like the most amped up for Call of Duty people have been in a while. And they're even saying that this could go up to, like, right now it's 150 players, I think, which is, like, the highest one yet. <laughs> but they're saying it could go up to 200 players. I don't know. I, I don't see the appeal, but that's just me. It just makes it more crazy, I guess. I don't Like, people like, 
they're just going to get to the point where it's like EVE Online space battles with a thousand people. That's what it's going to be. I just, <laughs> and I don't know. then people are just going to be playing EVE I, Online and they're going to be like, the $600,000 of guns were lost during Warzone. I like wish I cared. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> like, I, I like Halo Online. I don't, I never got into anything else online. I guess Tarkov keeps like getting more, like steadily more popular. Have you heard never of that heard one? Of Tarkov. You never heard Escape from Tarkov? It's just like it's another one of those like PUBG, but it's like more like and, and it's more in like the me. PUBG. Yeah, it's it's more in the the lane of uh, PUBG like realism type ones. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I played. It's like steadily getting more popular. Like over PUBG. I don't know. I did some MOBA games back in the day. I'd pop into Smite every once in a blue moon and. Like, I'll, I go in spurts. I'll be like, oh, man, I'm all about Smite. And then I'll be like, nah, Smite sucks. And then I'll like be like, oh, man, Smite's good. <laughs> like, I did play a lot of Battle Right when it was in uh, beta. Yeah. I liked Battle Right, but it's, I don't know. Battle, Battle Right's kind of weird. That, that was the one that it's like, they it's they like, chopped all the, the fluff out of, like, a game like League or Dota. Okay. Where it was like, it's just focused on, like, you know, it's it it's the whole like top downy type view, but that it's just like yeah, you're just dueling basically. Huh. It's just like you guys on a team versus them on a team. <laughs> um, and I like three v three was the uh that was like the main mode for that. Yeah. But yeah, you just chain your moves and all that. It is it, that get, battle rights pretty fun, but it, it kind of it went in. Part of my problem was probably playing it in beta because I kept like changing things like and getting real fast and loose with things. So like something would be like, oh, man, this was great. Like one week and then like the next week it'd be like, OK, that doesn't do like anything anymore. They'd be like, oh, yeah, we like changed how this move works entirely. And I'd be <laughs> like, well, I, like I can't keep up with this. Like my character doesn't even play like my character anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's, it's tough. Like that's that's one of the reasons I fell off of like Fortnite was because the meta would change like daily. <laughs> it's too much changing for me to keep up with. I just, I mean, it's just, I, I like to just like, that's the thing about something like Halo. Like the game never really changes. It's just like, that's what you, you say shoot. now. And then Halo Infinite's going to come out and it's going to change every yeah, hour. And it's Fortnite and you yeah. build stuff and you're, you're going to be building <laughs> like bases. Crafting everything. You're going to have to chop down warthogs to get parts. <laughs> it's, it's simple. Um, so there's a Command and Conquer, like, remaster, remake thing coming along. It, Sounds And it looks really good. They're doing some cool stuff behind it. Like, it seems like the team that they assembled for this really cares about, like, the integrity of... It's some old Westwood vets. Yeah, the integrity of the games, which is... Makes me hopeful because I remember how I said, like, the one thing I want in life is just a good Command and Conquer game. Well, it sounds like I might get it. It's just going to be it's a just good old game. Command and yeah, Conquer. it's just old Command and Conquer. That's turns out that's the best Command and Conquer there is, is old Command and Conquer. Yeah, because this is a remake of Tiberian Sun and the original Red Alert yeah. and including all the uh, all the expansions with yeah. it. And they redid the FMVs for it. Um, which is kind of weird in how they did that because they used like an AI to up-res them, which is, it looks better than you would think it would. Uh, but they did redo like all the, 
rebuilt all the models, like everything's in 4K. And you can actually, they did like the good thing where you can play the original game if you want. And it sounds like you can kind of like toggle between the two. Um, I don't know if it's like on the fly you can do that or if it's just like you can switch and play the classics if you want. Yeah. But that, I mean, that sounds like good out the gate. So it's like they did that. They, all the models look great. But more importantly for you, they got Frank Klopacki. Yeah, my boy Frank Klopacki. He's uh, they back had in the game. Redo all the music. So yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, because they couldn't remaster the original music files that they had, so they had to be like, hey, they had to call up Frank, the old Frank Klopacki, and be like, hey, uh, can you come in and re-record your Command and Conquer music for us? And he probably was just like, fuck yeah, I'm there. Well, and apparently he uh, it, it made some new songs for this too. So, and you can customize the soundtracks. You can like awesome. pick what soundtracks you want playing uh for what levels and all that stuff. It, it it this seems like it's what people would want from Command and Conquer. Um and it's it's only going to be 20 bucks. So you get two amazing games for $20 yeah. with all their expansions, which is quite a bit of content. Um and it sounds like they did a lot of work on this. So this, this sounds like yeah. a lot more substantial than the crap they pulled with Reforge. So <sighs> the mobile games Ugh. yeah they and like the fact the way that they're remastering the fmv is pretty cool so um yeah i'm i'm actually AI. pretty hyped for this even though i well I'm, I'm hoping maybe the cells of this lead to them remastering other command and conquer games yeah. because i want to see a remaster of red alert 2 yeah that I was, was like, the shit i think that's the one everybody wants probably yeah. the most I, I would like to see like some of the other Tiberium games and yeah. like I was never too hot on the Tiberium games to be honest, but I liked, you know, I liked all those like Red Alert, Red Alert 2 and yeah. surprisingly it was not the original Command and Conquer. Well, I mean, uh, that's the one that aged the least yeah. because it's, <laughs> it's very primitive. <laughs> no, no, you're thinking Age of Empires. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Stone Age. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just. I mean, Age these of are two of the. These are where Command and Conquer got good. Yeah, Age of Empire or Age of Empires is just analog Command and Conquer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it's nice to see some of these RTSs coming back in a big way. Um, Let's make RTSs popular again because I miss good RTS games. Well, it seems the way to do that was just re-releasing the old ones yeah just remaster the ones that were good and uh yeah i'm all I for mean, that i know you disliked it but i i want a remaster of generals but that's just me <laughs> I, I wasn't hype i wasn't hot on generals it was okay a, a lot but of people weren't i mean they they took out naval combat and i think that was uh, part of the detriment naval to combat that. was so much fun i loved all the stuff in red alert 2 for naval combat so like well and that was a weird thing about generals it had like it had everything but naval combat. It was like, yeah, you got like airplanes and helicopters and all that crap. You got like, you could have Aurora bombers and like blast somebody's base. You know, I fucking loved in Red Alert 2 prism tanks. Yeah, I know. Fucking badass. I like but, the concept of a prism tank. But, but also, like, but also the, um, I can't remember what, now I can't remember. I think it's like the spider. I can't remember what it was called now, but the, like the upgraded tank on the um, 
Soviet side that had the dual barrel cannons. No, everybody had the brain tanks on your ET. <laughs> well, that was in the expansion. If you had the expansion, which I didn't, I never really played the expansion that that's, much. That's where Red Alert Two was the best. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I always played the OG Red Alert Two. Was was that? I liked a lot of OG Red Alert Two, but Yuri's Revenge yeah. was like its own special. Yeah, because that's well, expansions it was its own were game. so cool back yeah. then. It was a it was a whole new game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm definitely got to pick that up. Encourage EA to continue this trend of good Command and Conquer games, because that's what I want. I want good I mean, well, Command and Conquer games. In general, like when a company does something good, it should be rewarded. Yeah, like a dog. I know. Well, it, yeah. <laughs> now you get a treat. You get my money because you made something good. Well, they shouldn't now, be rewarded. Now looking for at shit. looking at FIFA, you're not getting any of my money for FIFA. It's Fuck you. Bad. But Command and Conquer, yes. Bad EA. Bad. <laughs> bad. <laughs> you'll swat in those for FIFA, <laughs> but you get a little treat for for remastering a good game. Yeah, I know. I just I had to clarify that it was twenty bucks because I did see people on Twitter being like sixty dollars for this. That's a ripoff. And, and it you was know like, what? It, I would still pay sixty dollars. Yeah, I, like, it, 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 I would pay sixty dollars just for Frank Lepaki's remastered for, just, music. Just for new music. <laughs> Come back and remaster on that soundtrack. God, like and I was as I was saying before we were recording. I think he he doesn't get enough recognition outside of the Command and Conquer fans. He's he's a phenomenal. Packery and the Tiberian Sons. <laughs> it's this band. He's a phenomenal musician, great composer. Has done awesome soundtracks that we all love. If you've ever played we, any we Command and Conquer love. games, <laughs> every single person, every single loves. one of us love Frank Plat. You don't know it yet, but you love his music. <laughs> Maybe I mean, you, I mean I don't know, that's. I know some people don't like the FMV stuff in Command and Conquer, so but it's like it, it's. It's, it's so really cheesy, cheesy and it's, stupid. But that's the point. It's, it's so cool. Like it, like and don't think like. I hope nobody pl- goes into playing this and be, was like, "Ah, oh, this was like cool for back in their day." It's like, no, it was always really cheesy. It was never like, "Oh man, look how evil!" Like, who was that Soviet guy in that game? Um, Romanov. Yeah, that sounds right. I believe, yeah, I believe it's it was General Romanov. Um, but, uh, um, uh, yeah, but where else are you going to get Tim Curry in a video game? Come on. <laughs> in FMV, Tim Curry. It's very true. Cause he was, he was, cause he was, he was, um, the Soviet guy in Red Alert 3, right? Or was it your, I think it was Red Alert 3. Probably. I, I felt Red Alert 3 was like not. I'm not saying it Red Alert 3 was bad, but compared to Red Alert 1 and 2, it wasn't. Oh, yeah. Red Alert 2 was definitely same. like the pinnacle of that series. Red Alert 3 was okay, but like Red Alert 2 was, that was just like the best. Um, Yeah. Red Alert, uh, Tim Curry was the the Soviet dude. Uh, Tim, or, <laughs> Tim Curry was the Soviet dude in, in Red Alert 3. So listening to Tim That's Curry weird. with a Russian accent. <laughs> That's so fucking weird. He's like, it, here, oh, wait. Um, here, I play this. God damn it. This Video is, games. This is really good. Commander, you've rained on my glorious parade. For this, I'm sending everything I've got at you. But I won't let you have the satisfaction of catching me. I'm escaping. One place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. 
I don't know. There was like weird sounds in that. Space. Space. (laughs) But yeah, uh, good times. See, that was actually like my issue with the Tiberium games because it's in space. It's like <laughs> the RTS games in space was weird because it, it was just like flat plateaus of land with just black in the middle. Well, and things like kind of things were slower in that game in Tiberian Sun than they were in yeah. Red Alert and everything. Tiberian Sun was harder for me to play because I feel like the AI was just like almost like too good in some aspects where it's like I'd be I'd, I'd try to play a skirmish and I'd be building as fast as I could and then there'd just be that fucking <laughs> giant like eight like they're they're equivalent of the ATAT coming at me <laughs> just fucking oh, shit. the ATAT was the giant ones right it was yeah. the ATSTs are the small ones yeah yeah is it, is it yeah, an at at yeah it's do an they, AT, do AT, they AT. say at at I always call it an ATAT but I think I they know. say at at I don't know but for me, I like it. Basically, you'd have like the Tiberian Sun equivalent of the ATAT come stomping through your base, and you have like no defense against it. Like, what the fuck is this thing? I was, and that was the, when I played Tiberian Sun. I was a lot younger, so I was like, not like I, I was mean, like, this tech tree so fucking huge, I can't get through it all. <laughs> the best part of those days was sending a builder to their base and then building <laughs> defense turrets inside their base that yeah. would just shoot down their like. <laughs> buildings that was good it's just it was like yeah take your very first builder send it to their base and then build a fresh builder in your base yeah exactly <laughs> they won't be prepared <laughs> you'll just be like building all these turrets right outside your base or inside your base if you're a real asshole yeah i think there there i think you mentioned one other news thing so that's all i have i can't remember what you said earlier um i can't either but I think we're going to pull a bullet in this one so we can record the next episode. See y'all next time. Yeah. So see you. Wait, wait. First, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at litgamingarena.com. Find us on our website, lga.gg. Join our Discord, chat.lga.gg. If you want to email us, you can email us at social at lga.gg. Yes, that also, that also works. Or you can just type in social at litgamingarena.com. But we also mapped the lga.gg domain to our email too. So that is awesome. So just go ahead and type in social at lga.gg and email us your questions. We'll read them on the show and answer them. Um, we haven't gotten any emails yet, but we'd love to answer your qu- your burning hot questions about video games or anything not video games, I guess, too. But yeah, we'll we'll answer your questions. Also, if you like the show, please take take a few minutes to review us on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts. That would help us out a lot. Give us them five star reviews. Push push us up on those charts. Um, bring us up like we're like we're like number five on top video game podcasts on Podchaser. Uh, the short select boys are above us. We need to. We need the shorties. To, we need to bury. They them. got bidets. We need to. <laughs> We need to bury Shart Select under <laughs> our our reviews. I'm coming for you, you you giffers. I, I agree with them. Well, I'm gonna bury you. I with agree them. with their clean assholes. And, their, and their I agree gifts, with their gifts. Their gifts. Well, I'm gonna bury you with my gif. <laughs> How about the Shardy boys use monogrammed assholes? <laughs> They're monogrammed with their own sharts. That's how they do. All right, see you next week. See you next time.
only funny because obviously the other the the big Macy's one Macy's St. Patty's Day parade was canceled. Was it? Yeah, like which makes sense. Uh, Danny O'Dwyer posted about it being like he, he was like they shouldn't tell anybody that way it's an Irish goodbye. <laughs> 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 like goddamn. <laughs>